Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And today we read Haikyuu Volume 30, because Haikyuu is good. Mm-hmm. And November is the best time for volleyball. Mm-hmm. It's an indoor sport. Yeah. Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump, of course. What did you think of Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? Pretty good, I'd say. Not like anything super amazing going on, but... I generally liked most of it. See, I'm kind of in the opposite. I thought it was pretty meh. Okay. There's a couple things I liked. We'll start off with uh, One Piece chapter 1096, though. Kumachi. Kevin, did you read One Piece this week? I did. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, you didn't want a flashback, huh? What if we showed you just a little bit more of that giant pirate battle between Garp, Rocks, and Roger? And I'm like, man, one day are we going to get this whole thing, Odai? Are we just going <laughs> to get the whole incident at some point? Yeah, that would be so great. Yeah, so I was re- I was really liking that. I was really liking the stuff with Kuma, especially with Saturn showing up. Yeah, I I don't. You probably didn't because I was I did some googling just because. But my, but one of my notes is: Did we know Stussy was on the Rocks Pirates? We probably knew that Stussy was on the Rocks Pirates. Probably. So so I was looking up to see some stuff like that, and I came across the theory that I really like. That's just a theory that the way that Kuma survived. The guy whose name he just said, whose name I can't think of now. Saturn. Saturn. Was that Big Mom went into kid protect mode and fought him off? I mean, like the way I read it as he didn't like he didn't get saved. Essentially, like that's why Kuma got turned into the pacifista is because he made a deal with Saturn. Except for that we see stuff after that before or, or you're saying that it's a long-term deal. Yes, that that was he my sold his soul. That's an that, interesting theory too. That, that was my theory reading that was that oh that's why he became a pacifista eventually was it was saturn coming up being like all right i'm calling in my debt yeah i don't know that saturn would allow for that that he would play that long term i have no idea gold roger was about to show up so yep who knows big mom was there yep (laughs) yeah so maybe maybe that did happen kaido was presumably about to become a dragon man yep Lots of that was probably a pretty bad day for him. So mm-hmm. maybe no, um, it wasn't actually because Big Mom was there. Wh- like yeah, well she was off screen though. That's what I'm saying. Who but was she's it? off panel? Well, well, she's no. the one who grabs the the dragon fruit. Yeah, that's what I was just that I was like. Wait, no, we like li- we yeah. literally saw her there with Kuma. That, that's what I said. Big Mom was I gotcha. there. Yeah, Ka- Kaido was probably about to be there and be a dragon man. Yep, Tra- Kaido was about to become Trogdor and. Roger was about to show up, so... Yep. Like I said, probably not his best day, if I had to guess. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to say about One Piece? I really liked the Hands of Liberation, kind of tying back to Nika the Sun God and all that, where Kuma's like, I can't, I want to be like Nika and free people, and with Ivankov being like, hey, you've got those Hands of Liberation now, and he like, looks down at his hands like... <gasps> I do. I, I thought that was really neat. Next, we have Sakamoto Days, Days 141, Encounter, which I was kind of less enthused about. Yeah. In large part, because I'm like, okay, I believe you that this guy was here before, but I do not remember him. I remember him, but it was just kind of like, hey, we took the entrance exam together, and he's kind of a cool dude with super hearing. Like, yep. Like, I ranked Cypher Academy lower than Sakamoto Days this week, but at least when those two people show up, I knew who they were. And like, mm-hmm. I don't like any character in Cypher Academy particularly, but I can't imagine the person who's like, oh, yeah, they're here in the story now. I'm excited about that. 
Whereas I don't believe anybody was excited when this guy no. showed up in Sakamoto days. No, this was more just like, oh, it's that guy. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I can believe if someone said, oh, yeah, Anonymity-san is my favorite character in Cypher Academy. I could believe them. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't think much of this. And then he gets jobbed at the end of it anyway. Yeah, but he maybe gets a message out to Shin. Maybe. Via via thought. Via thought. So, who knows? Yeah. Like I said, I just didn't care much for it. Yeah, that's fair. Next up, though, we have Blue Box 123, Difference Between Grades, which I I kind of really liked. I thought the flashback went way too long. Yeah. But I really like the bit after the flashback. So. Yeah. I, I really like Blue Box this week. I agree that bit after the flashback is good, too. And I kind of like, I just like the teasing of, oh, I'm not satisfied. Your brother said the same shit. What? <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> when you beat your brother, he's like, what? That would mean he's older than me, though. <laughs> that would mean, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. And I, I like that he actually bows and apologizes like, I'm, oh, I, you know, I thought you were a first year <laughs> and you never said anything otherwise. Now I have to beat Taki Senpai before I can beat my brother. Mm-hmm. I love him be like, Taki Senpai. <laughs> yeah, no, I really like that. I just think the flashback goes on too long. Like, That's I got fair. the point after like two pages. I didn't need 80% of the chapter to be that. That's fair. But other than that, I did really like it. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. That'll take us to Akana Banashi Story 84, present location. What did you think of Akana Banashi? Kind of another just a beat in the story, you know, like we're. We're moving on. We're introducing the last four of the great four or whatever they're called in this one. Okay. I felt very similar and I wanted to make sure it wasn't me because mm-hmm. I was going to say basically those exact words yeah. if I had brought it up. Yeah. That, that's all That's all I really had going on with that. I do really like the bit where she's like, oh man, there are four whore people. We just need to make sure these four people want to come back and build on it. I like that part of the story. Yeah, I like that too. But it's a very small bit of the story. So mm-hmm. Next we have Martial Master Asami Round 19, Wall Wrestling, which is also pretty good. Yeah. I am not crazy about the ending where it seems to imply that maybe he has a split personality. I don't know if that's actually what we're going for or not, but he's acting very differently at the end, and he yeah. is also drawn differently, which yeah. is usually what that implies, especially with his grandpa being like, oh, no, he's fine. Yeah, I'm wondering if it it's a, you know, they're going to give him that split personality and it's like, oh yeah, when I'm training with grandpa, like the more savage side of me comes out. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't super love that, but we'll see what happens next yeah. week. Last but not least, we have Elusive Samurai chapter 131, Masamune 1337. What did you think of Elusive Samurai, Kevin? Just kind of another, like we're just kind of continuing the beat of, all right, cool, here's this. I made this new sword for you. It's pretty neat. Yeah, I did like, I had the thought starting this chapter of like, man, did we ever find out what happened to that guy who's teaching him swords? And so it seemed like exactly the right moment to like yeah. remind the audience of that. Yeah. And so that was really cool to me. But other than that, I agree with you. I also do like the end where like, we should have a fishing competition. Like, oh, that's an anime thing to do. We have to win the fishing competition. Yes. For the military. <laughs> For the cash prize, so we can buy soldiers. Yes. <laughs> Anything else you want to say on Elusive Samurai? Nope. That'll take us into Jump Card, then. Jump. 
Jumpcard is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump from our least favorite to our favorite, not just what we talk about every week. What do you have at number 20, Kevin? That's where I said Gil. Just like last week, I just, I'm lost on that, what's happening. That's super fair. I have it very low too. I do have it above Mama Yuyu, which just randomly introduced a new character yeah. out of nowhere. No, no, no. That's, that's my number 19. That's so. where I have I said Gil is at 19. I got you. So we just flop them. Just. Because, like, the water act thing is cool, and that's why I put Icehead Gill. I mean, above, I guess. Even though I, neither of them is particularly interesting, and I totally agree. Icehead Gill has lost its own plot. Yeah, I was, like, I was also confused, because it's like, Drakey also has water control powers. I'm like, how? He's a lich. It's whatever. I know, but it's just, it's the, like, the nonsense of it's lots its own plot and forgot how its rules work. It's that all of these people with these special powers have relics, including that one lich that had the fire sword. So it's like, yeah, but Drakey gave away his water relic to Gil, which is why Gil has the powers now. So why does he also have the powers for no reason? <laughs> also, it does seem like they should just kill this king asshole. Yeah, so it seems like the vil- I'm actually on the villain side, and that's that's weird. not yeah, that's not where you, like you know I'm here to murder the false king. I mean, yeah, he does seem like kind of a dick. So like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sitting here advocating for murder, but nor am I going to stand up and say anything when you go to murder the guy. <laughs> uh, what do you have at eighteen? Eighteen is where I put Nuez. Same. We're spending way too long on this captain thing. Yeah, and then he but- just kind of like gets in like. There's it, no test for him, right? Nui yeah. does everything for him. Yeah, so why did we need to spend four a, chapters on it? Yeah. Like if it's just he's going to get in anyway. There needs almost, to be a tuning exam, right? There needs to be some sort of quest here for him. It needs to be that, or it could have been the silly joke of he should be a captain. Okay. okay. Yeah, and that, immediately. Yes. That's, that's the fine end too. of it. Both both would have been fine. I would have liked some kind of test or something. You know, show your skills. I, obviously, I don't care about this series, so I actually don't want any of that. But again, it should have been the he should be a captain. Okay, yeah, or, or like a silly test, right? Like the grandpa makes him teach him Pokemon cards to yes. play with his grandchild or something. Yes, it, there needed to be something though. What do you have at seventeen? That's why I have Cipher Academy. Same. Like I said, the character showing up, I think, is like this is the. These are characters I would want to be in this story. Yep. It's just the way that this story interacts with itself. Is so like like I said, I really don't like the commentary and influence from outside. Yep. And that's like all this chapter is. And then apparently there's like a mod that shows up to enforce the rules. And I'm like, what? That, that was established before. That there was, was okay. like an AI there. It is kind of like, and now I'm going to cut your brain in two. Is a little like, okay, whatever. But that's like the outside influence stuff is where this story yeah, yeah. really falters. What do you have at 16? 16 is where I put me and Robico. It's been less funny as it's been progressing with all of this stuff, but I've still found jokes that I liked Yeah, a little bit about, you know, like little tiny comments of, you know, like Showa era Robico dies, but then there's just another one. <laughs> yeah. And like the, the end twist is fine. It's not funny, but mm-hmm. it's appropriate. I put a little higher because this is where I put My Hero Academia. That is totally fair. Yeah, I'm curious where it lands for you. Not like, much higher. I, wa- I look. I want it to be good so bad, Kevin. I know. I know. I'm there. The I think the moment where, which I think has happened before. Now that I'm like actually actively thinking on it, the moment where All Might calls him Explosion Murder God Dynamite. 
Well, like, he's he's actually respected him before, but like it's a big moment. Yeah, but now I'm thinking I'm like, wait, wasn't there already a moment where he called him that? You Instead might of be thinking of Best Genius. I think Maybe. Best Genius called him that. But still, that that had a little bit going for it. But yeah, it's a lot of like, and also like. The art is so, so frayed. It's so mm-hmm. hard to tell what's going on. Yeah. And then we had all of those weird, like, sectioned panels yeah. of, like, the slivers of people's faces. Yeah. And, like, they're all beat up, so it's even harder to tell. Yeah, I'm like, I... have their face. That's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. It's like, all right, look at all of these people. It, I, there are definitely people there, but I don't... No, like I, I think I know who all of them are, but I couldn't point at one and tell you that's that guy. Yeah. Uh, what do you have at fifteen? Fifteen is where I put Kill Blue. I don't know. I just I'm kind of. It's a weird chapter of Kill Blue. Yeah. The joke worked for me and it made me laugh, so it went a bit okay, higher. But fair. I, but even with that, I struggled on where do I put this. Mm. Like I think I had it down here, and I, I like looked at some stuff that was above it, and I was like, no, no, like it accomplished its goal for me, so I need to put it mm-hmm. higher. Fair. I have me and Rebecca here. Gotcha. What do you have at 14? That's where I put my hero. Like I said, that it, it's there's those little glimpses of the, the manga that I want it to be, like that moment of All Might recognizing who Bakugo has become is pretty neat, but eh. Uh, here's where I have Kagurabachi. Fair. Like, the guy showing up, like, that's fine, but it felt like it shrank the world instead of growing it. Yeah. And we're still in that, like, early phase where the exposition is real important. Yeah. No, I. it's my number 13. I would completely agree with that. Especially because it's also like, all right, yeah, don't get involved, you know, and, like, basically solves the mystery for him. So I'm, I'm kind of interested that we're going to go into the, the auction because uh, black market auctions are usually pretty fun. Yeah, they can... Here's the thing. I feel like I like the idea of black market auctions, and I feel like the only good one in the history of manga is in Hunter Hunter, and it's not even that good. They just win a Super Nintendo they need. Yeah. But then they, like, that's a cool showcase of the spiders. Yeah. Well, th- that's part of the York New City arc, which is yes. my favorite arc in Hunter Hunter, but it's a very, very small part of it, right? Yeah, that's fair. It's, that's the trope he likes, too, because there's also a black market auction in Yu Yu Hakusho, mm-hmm. but- I got Witch Watch at 13. Okay. I just, like, this arc went on for a long time, mm-hmm. and so I'm ready for it to be over, but it felt really sudden with the guy just leaving. It makes sense for him to just leave, but it feels like a weird anticlimax in a lot of ways. Fair. And given what happened at the end of the arc, there are kind of only two things you can do, which is end the manga on a really weird, bittersweet note. Mm-hmm. Or what they did, which just makes this sacrifice feel less important, because now it's just the fetch quest before the final boss, right? Yeah. Of like, oh, yeah, no, the game needed like an extra three hours, so we scattered stuff all over everywhere you've already been, and yeah. you need to go get it. Yeah, that's fair. Where do you have at 12? I have the Ichinose family at 12. I have it slightly higher, I think, because I read it on Halloween, but it's a really weird chapter. Yeah. Because it has final chapter energy out the wazoo, yep. which I think is super on purpose because then yes. we loop back, right? Yeah. I think that is intentionally the feeling it wants you to have, but it's a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just been it's just been kind of weird in general. Uh, 12 is where I put Kill Blue. Because gotcha. like I said, the jokes work, and I felt like I had to put it about Witch Watch because like, weirdly, Kill Blue and Witch Watch are like, converging on the same place of like action series that are more concerned about the comedy, right? But do have the yep. action stuff. And so like I was like, okay, I have to make that comparison and I feel like Kill Blue succeeded more this week. Gotcha. What do you have at 11? 11 is where I put Sakamoto Days. 
It's just kind of like, hey, this guy showed up. Like, hey, cool. There he is. Eleven's <laughs> where I have each and essay family. Gotcha. So. What do you have at number 10? 10 is where I put Undead and Unluck. You know, this is just kind of like, I'm, all right, cool. I'm interested to see Fuko going to the Negaverse <laughs> or whatever the hell it's going to be called. The Upside Down. <laughs> the Inside Out. So I'm like, all right, that's pretty interesting. But like this chapter was just kind of like, we defeated Sick or we made Sick run away. Ha ha. Time to go chase him. Yeah. I got Jujutsu Kaisen at 10. Okay. I like a lot of the concept stuff here, but like it feels weird that we've cut over to this. And sort of. This guy is at least a character that I want Jujutsu Kaisen to do something with. So mm-hmm. I'm, like I said last week, I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. But like the way this fight is working, I'm not super into. It's not, I feel like a good showcase of the main villain. I really liked it. So I actually went kind of high. I could talk about it more when I get there. Okay, that's fair. What do you have at nine? Nine is where I put Mission Yozakura. I thought it was, you know, pretty good. He defeats, he goes Super Saiyan 3, <laughs> I guess he goes Super Saiyan 2, and defeats Alexander Ryu, which was, you know, nice. Nothing, like, super cute or sweet. I mean, something sweet happened, but, like, nothing super cutesy happened. Yeah, that's fair. I have a kind of honesty here, because, like I said, you said, it felt like just a beat to me. Yep. What do you have at 8? Eight? 8 is where I put the elusive samurai. Again, it was just kind of like, a, hey, here's your new sword. Neat. <laughs> Eight's where I have Sakimoto days. So. Gotcha. What do you have at seven? Seven is where I put a Kanabanashi. Just kind of that beat. Seven's where I have a Lucy Samurai. So. Gotcha. Again, I think because it reminded me of a character I wanted it to remind me of. Mm-hmm. And that's why it went higher than other beats. What do you have at six? Six is where I put Witch Watch. I know it's, you know, hey, we're going to go on this fetch quest to find these things, but I think it could be very interesting and entertaining to see them dealing with young Nico. It's a different sitcom situation, right? Yeah. I think my my core problem is that their goal now is to invalidate the emotional stakes of the previous arc. That is fair. Um, I have Mission Yuzakura family here. Okay. Uh, I think I like the explanation of how Super Saiyan 2 works, and that's really the only reason it went I got you. higher than other stuff. Because I do mostly agree with you. It wasn't great. What do you have at number five? That's where I put two on ice. Same, actually. And I wonder if it being in the back of the book has had like an impact on me putting it lower. Because like I think <sighs> there's a big jump between Mission Yozakura and two on ice for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am worried about it, and it did seem like less than it has been for some reason. Even though I think it... Like, I couldn't put my finger on how or why. I think it for me, it's because they were like... They shifted focus to the singles thing so it was less of the interplay between the two of them but then they reintroduce it at the end right they go out of their way to do that by making it a competition between them yeah sort of um but like there was just i don't know i think that's what it was was there's less of the interplay between the two of them i'm still i'm not actually worried i'm it's a little weird that it ended up in the back of the book but i think it is going to be canceled quickly i think we are going to be stuck with new ace and i don't think we're stuck with i said gil i think that's done I think it's worth seeing its death throes, but... I hope not. I think we're stuck with New Eyes and maybe Mama Yu Yu. <laughs> Surely God, no one likes not. Mama Yu Yu, right? Surely that's not a popular new series. What do you have at number... Or no. Yeah, what do you have at number four? That's where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't know. I just kind of liked the fact that it turned into like this comedy... De- like I a like discussion on comedy debate. I like the concept. I think if I had been liking Jujutsu Kaisen more, like if this had felt like a refreshing change, I think it would have gone way high. That's fair. Instead of feeling like Jujutsu Kaisen has made sense for the first time in months. <laughs> that is fair. So yeah, that's that's kind of why I liked it up here. Was I kind of liked that it it wasn't 
I mean, yes, it involves sorcery powers, but it was really just the guy being like, I mean, are you even a good comedian? And like that breaking the guy's spirit, you know, and it's the, oh, uh, this guy's the most, you know, one of the most powerful people on the planet as long as he believes in himself, yeah, which is, you know, super shonen and like a very cool, you know, like, oh yeah, this guy can like warp reality with his mind. Unfortunately, he has to be in a good mental state to do that. I got an undead I'm like it for. Okay. I really like the negaverse stuff. I like the energy of the climax here. I like gotcha. e- like Andy like just like taking command and everybody being like, Do do we know you? Pretty <laughs> sure we do not know you. How do you know us? <laughs> what do you have at number three? Three is where I have Marshall Marshall Awesome. Same. I, it was solid. I, I liked the fight, even with the like you said, the potential split personality thing going on afterwards. Yeah. What do you have at number two? Two is where I put one piece. I thought it was good. I did less research into the uh, the clash, uh, but I, I am very interested in seeing. I was mostly like, I know I recognize all of these Rocks Pirates guys, but I couldn't put names to them. So mm-hmm. I was more looking up like who they are all supposed to be. Gotcha. And like, did we know these guys were on there already? Yeah. And then I just stumbled onto some discussion I gotcha. while looking on that. So. But yeah, I, I still thought it was really cool and really liked it. Yeah, I have Blue Box at number two. Mm-hmm. Mostly because, like I said, I think that flashback took too long. That's fair. I, one Piece was all flashback. But, you know, and we were just complaining about that last... Well, no, we so we weren't complaining I about that. I was letter. complaining yes. about that last uh, issue of One Piece. But, you know, we were also like... And, and then we'll be like, ah, oh, you got us or die. And they got us real quick. Although he might lose me here with this domestic life that Kuma's leading. We'll see. Yep. So yeah, I have One Piece at number one. Yeah, yeah and that's right. I had blue one. box in number one. We just we swapped our last two and our first two. Interesting. Yeah, I just I really liked that. I really liked that bit with the uh, man. Your brother responded the exact same way. He what? Wait, the only guy my brother lost to was. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> like all the realizations, like hitting him at once. Yeah, I I don't know. I I'm looking forward to both. Look, we get one piece and blue box next week. It's a very sparse Jonin jump, but we get one piece and blue box. So yep. probably be like, oh man, this one was great. <laughs> probably. Anything else you want to say about Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? Nope. All right, we read Haikyuu, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. So we're at volume 30 of Haikyuu, which is such a high number, Kevin. It is. I liked it. I thought the, like, I thought it was weird, though. Yeah, I would agree with that because it, it's like, I think it's just because of the, what this happened, like the chapters this happens to have collected. I think it's weird even if you're reading it week to week, probably, because after the first game, it's not the set, after yes. the first game of the Kurosawa, we cut to Nikamata. Yeah. And like, that feels... Like, it's also mid-volume, which I think in some ways, like, is good timing. I, I gotcha. I, that, that's what, I mean, that's obviously the same thing I was talking about. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. I don't know if reading week to week that would have felt less weird or more weird. It's also the first time we've really focused on another team this much, right? We've certainly had shifts to other characters and other teams. But usually there's a more obvious point of view with it. Yeah. But it makes sense these guys are kind of big rivals. I still, I you know, again, I, I still liked it. I liked all the stuff with, what were they calling him? Uh, shaved Head Sensei or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. 
Buzz cut. Oh yeah, buzz cut. Buzz cut kid. Him almost losing confidence, and then Hinata coming out and accidentally re-sparking his morale. Yep. I liked that, and I liked, you know, like, hey man, I thought you were pretty down on yourself. I was down on myself for like a couple seconds. It's like, but it's better than not be down on yourself. And he's like, it's it's not that easy though, man. Yeah, and I, I do like that, um, th- like that's his talent uh, on the team is he's the guy he's the guy that just has good optimism and like they were pointing out like he's actually really good at raising everyone else's spirits because he can keep his raised so sure you're not the ace you're not the pro setter you're not a freak like Hanada but like you do have a talent and you do matter and the dramatic tension we get for a while of us everybody saying that but us the audience being privy to his inner thoughts yeah where he is about to collapse is really interesting yes it, it was very good even though ultimately Hinata saves the day and prevents that by accident and only Beanpole is even realizes what happened yep although even then he wasn't he was close to collapse but he was never he, I don't think he, he didn't was ever collapse. there you're right yep but like I think the implication is he was going to maybe I think that was part of the thing that Hanada's silly comment helps him snap out of it, not because Hanada says something particular like Yeah, it's not like a big shouting insight, right? It's that he no. says anything at all. It's it's more that he had almost the perfect timing to say it. Yeah. But it was, you know, it was just the very light comment that was timed almost perfectly just when he was starting to dip. And it was like, you know what, you're right. Thanks. And I liked that. And then, you know, well obviously Nekamata has to win their set. Yeah. Well, I don't think obviously. You can use them as jobbers, certainly. I don't think the the other team does not really seem set up to defeat them and then take that roll on. Yeah, it just the the fact that they've been trying they've been setting up the whole hey, we're gonna rematch it nationals. Yeah, but I think it's super traditional shonen in a tournament arc to have that guy and then have that guy lose to the actual threat. That's fair. Uh, I do not think that will happen in this story either, but I think that's super fair and traditional. But the way this is clearly a story of Nikamata's triumph, right? Yeah. Well, them. I think the I think the next game is Nikamata, and I thought they had to make it to semis to face them. Maybe semis are next, but yeah, because this will be the third game. Yeah, because uh, gotcha. they jobbed the first guys. This is the second game, and I thought. No, you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Again, I haven't seen the bracket in forever, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure like that's one of the things where they're like, hey guys, we made it, now you gotta step up. But the Nekamata game is also interesting in its own right. Yeah. Especially since we kind of get it from the other team's perspective and their strategy of tiring out the setter and then Uno reversing that. (laughs) Sorry, I just remembered uh, some silly YouTube video about a dude who in some like charity event, uh, literally pulled a Uno reverse card on a, <laughs> a ref in uh, the football game, <laughs> soccer game. But he was like, you know, yeah, I literally, he was like, I had it like tucked in my pants like the whole time. And so like the ref, uh, he was like, I was like doing a bunch of like aggressive slide tackles, uh, kind of like trying to get a red card. And then he like pulled out <laughs> the, the red Uno reverse card on the guy and like <laughs> just, ha ha. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say? Because I think... What, what the most the main thing that the awkward split does is it make it hard, it hard to talk about yeah because it's very clearly two sections yes. and also this was our complaint when we were reading Haikyuu week to week is at this point Haikyuu tells its story in large chunks that are not chapter sized yes. weirdly they are smaller than volume size at the moment yes so they're in this real awkward spot but there's kind of only the two things to talk about yeah it's really just you know 
Buzz Cut and the Nekamata game. I don't even think they started the the second game of. They didn't. I haven't started the so- second game of yeah. either of the. Well, no, Nekamata advanced. Like they. I don't think they. Yeah, I think they were still. They they advanced. It's it's real like. Denuma, they win the first game and then, and then they, win they win the, the se- second game. They win the second game. And basi- then they won the second game. Ba- yeah, basically off screen. Okay, I will believe you. I just I feel I re- like I would have seen that, but I will believe you. I just remember because the guy's like, I had to make sure it didn't go to game. He was like, I was debating throwing set two so that I could win set three. And I, I was remember like, no, that. Fuck that. I remember that, but I thought that was like a choice. I thought it was a declaration, not a. No, I'm I'm pretty sure that they they like won they won the first game and then just won off screen to not have more Nekamata we'll time. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see in volume thirty-one. Yep, coming to a podcast near you this December. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say about Haiku, Kevin? Nope. All right. Next week we are. Go- what are we going to read Ke- next week, Kevin? We're going to read Hajime no Ippo, which is a boxing manga that's uh, very old, very well loved, and has a crap ton of chapters from what I know. Yeah, it's one of those old shonen manga, so that makes sense. It's yep. an old shonen manga you've heard of, so yep. so it's is good, and so I'm interested to see what it's about. Until then, our opening theme is "Fighting Against One's Will" by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is "A Psychic Fistfight" by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is my website where you can check out my other podcasts. It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games, as well as older episodes of this show, if you want to hear our, our thoughts on the first thir- uh, 29 volumes of Haikyuu. Anything you want to plug this week, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everyone. Yeah.